Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. 25-man roster for the Sabres Prospects Challenge. Practice begins this afternoon. They'll work out again tomorrow on ice, and then the tournament kicks off on Friday, Buffalo and Montreal. So as we go through the list, we're asking you, of course, at Sabres Live, and thanks to Ukopakalukunen, by the way, for joining us at the top of the show. It's a Monday, after all, right, Marty? It's our Uh, Monday, but it's a Wednesday. I felt like yesterday was a Monday. I walked around yesterday thinking it was a Monday, and it was actually a Tuesday, so I was doing a lot of catching up on my week. Well, from now on, we don't have Mondays on this show. Or Tuesdays only, Tuesday through Friday here on Sabres Live, now that we are into Bill's season. Um, but when you look at that group of forwards, defense, goaltenders that are lining up for the Prospects Challenge in three games in four days, um, we were asking at Sabres Live, like, what stands out most about the roster? So give me a name, names, and or storylines that you're projecting upon us here over the next week. Oh, well, there's a lot. And I look at the group of forward, and I think when you think of the Buffalo Sabres and Tage Thompson, right, getting 47 goals last year, Jeff Skinner and Alex Tuck really elevating their game last season Mm -hmm. to Jack Quinn and J.J. Paterka and Dylan Cousins. And you're thinking, with all this talent up front, and if you're watching on MSG, look at all these forwards and the talent that are there. From Zach Benson, who just got drafted first round this year, in uh, the draft was in Nashville. We were there, right? And he's a talented, talented player. To Matt Savoy, to Yuri Kulik, there's so much talent. It comes to a point where we may be in a position where all of a sudden we're going we're gonna to have like too many forwards, too many really good forwards. And yeah. Kevin Adams is going to have to move some of them. And I think we're already kind of in that situation right now. But I'm excited to see this group of forward really performing at the, the prospect challenge. Right. Well, you, what you don't want to do is you don't want to marry yourself to any of these guys too early. <laughs> and yet, when speaking of romance, we think of Victor Olofsson and Taylor and their first baby, daughter yeah. Vera. And uh, that is a beautiful image that has been posted on the Sabres social. So congrats to Victor and Taylor and uh, on the arrival of Vera. Well, we get balloons for birds. We now, get too. balloons for birds and then <laughs> confetti for birds on the MSG side. Definitely. Um, see, this so how, is, see this how this is, is a well-kept secret from Victor because I had no idea this was even in the plans. And well, it's probably been nine months in the making is my guess. And um Okay, when the I mean, season ended in April, <laughs> so that's month number four. So that's five months ago. Um, yes. You know, I would have thought that maybe the word would have word would have been out. Oh, Victor, what are you going to do this summer? Well, you know, we're going to have a baby at some point or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But he kept it pretty private, and I didn't yeah. see anything on social media. So this is great. Um, training camp is around the corner, so hopefully 
Victor, Mama, and Baby are going to get their sleep and mm-hmm. perform at their best. <laughs> <laughs> well, Victor was just shy of 30 last year. There was an awful lot of talk this offseason as to what would be the future for him with the Sabres or elsewhere. And obviously right now, he still has a big, big, big opportunity in front of him. And that is knowing that Buffalo is without Jack Quinn to start the year. And if he's here, then who else Like, would you, you know, you're, any number of players could find themselves in that position alongside Dylan Cousins when the year begins. Yeah. But you, you know, focusing strictly on the on the prospects challenge, uh, you failed to mention Zach Benson, current WHL preseason goal scoring leader, as he has four goals, one assist in his first two games. So he comes in here feeling pretty good about his uh, start to the preseason in Wenatchee, which of course was relocated from Winnipeg and look, this kid's at 181 points over 142 games in three years with Winnipeg. Um, he had an amazing regular season last year was third in scoring cooled a little bit in the playoffs, but that's okay. Matt Savoy took over and finished tied for second in uh playoff scoring as they were close. They just couldn't get past the Seattle hump, which ultimately won it all for them. But what are your, ex- I mean, we saw Benson here at uh, development camp in July, yeah. What what is your realistic expectation? My guess is that he is a blank mm-hmm. as far as the Sabres prospect you have your eye on this week as we asked that at Sabres Live. What's he is. Your, yeah. What's he is, but I, I would think that just like I I think, you know, you, you expect big things out of Matt Savoy, right? I think mm-hmm. with Zach Benson, you're looking at this this prospect camp is nothing like development camp. Like you are going to play with yeah. players that have been in the American League and against players that have been in the American League and have played NHL games. So this is, to me, the first step for Zach Benson. Do I anticipate Zach Benson to come in and burn, you know, the, everything at, at Prospect Challenge? No, I don't. And I don't want to put that on his shoulders. I want to see some some explosiveness in his game. I want to see moments of his game that are like, wow, this is what he can do. Like he can protect the puck. He can battle in the corner. He can go to the front of the net. He's not staying on the perimeter, but all of a sudden, because the game is fast and you know, you feel comfortable there, you're going to get to the middle. So I want to see Zach Benson doing these things, but more importantly, I think now we turn the page to another Winnipeg alum is Matt Savoy. Okay. Can you dominate prospect challenge? Because that's what you should do. I think of players that have come to the prospect challenge that had then made their way to the NHL. And I think that their first step was dominating prospect challenge. Some people are going to say, Oh, okay. Well, you're he playing was pretty against... good last year. And he I... was really good last year. <laughs> and can you, can he be even a step better this year? That's mm-hmm. that to me is important. If Savoy wants to legitimately fight for that spot, that Jack Quinn hole, Right. And, and and I would think that that's a carrot that's dangling in front of Matt Savoy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, go take it. Take it from the first session at develop, at Prospect Challenge. Why? Because you're getting a head start. You know, you've got Victor Olison and you've got Casey Middlestad. You got those guys that they'll get their chance. But in a week from now, can you put that first impression into Don Granado's head into Kevin Adams head right from prospect challenge. I think that's what's important for Matt Savoy right now. Well, and Savoy's name is in the news cycle and has been um, for a long time based on how good he has been in junior, how much experience he has accrued 
but the inevitability of, and we're still presuming and or assuming on this because it yeah. does not appear to be necessarily 100% definitive, but for all intents and purposes, we've been imagining that Savoy either comes in, earns a spot with the Sabres, gets a look to start the year, or he ends up back in junior. Now, well, let's I explain know, this quickly because people may not know why is is this like relevant, uh, you know, because Shane Wright was given an exemption from the NHL and the OHL that if he doesn't make the Seattle Kraken this year, he will be allowed to play in the AHL. Despite the fact that he's not accrued four seasons of 25 games or more in the OHL, he's only accrued two of these. Last year he played 24, but, you know, they petitioned Ron Francis Petition to the leagues, the OHL and the NHL, and that exemption was granted to Shane Wright. So um, Matt Savoy is different. Obviously, you know, he's only accrued himself two full seasons when you look at it. He did not play 25 games as a 15-year-old, and he missed a year due to COVID where he played in the AJHL and USHL. So he's not accrued the time, And but who knows? Like, as of now, we assume that it's NHL or WHL for Matt Savoy, but things can always change, and we don't know what's uh, really happening behind closed doors. Like, this this Shane Wright thing happened really quick. Two days ago, it was like, Ron France is going to petition. Today, it's or yesterday, it's announced that it's been granted. Well, I wouldn't say it's happened quick because they've been lobbying for a long time. So whether it's yes. technicality and or formality of the actual process, then yes, it has resolved itself rather quickly that right. If he doesn't make Seattle can end up in the AHL. We know the Sabres are talking with the league and that they are not providing an update or do they have one to share at this point regarding Savoy and the AHL. So I, I mean, common sense, which is almost never a factor in all of this. Um, <laughs> Common sense would get us to the point now, especially on the heels of living through a pandemic, which was a first timer for most of us that are still living on this planet. Common sense would have said, you know what? This looks like a legitimate case. There's no necessary, I don't want to say no good, but there's, there's no real reason for a player. Look, Wright went fourth overall. Savoy went ninth overall. Savoy's got more yeah. games played at the WHL level than Wright's got in the OHL. Like, and Savoy was born on New Year's Day while Wright was born on the fifth. So Savoy's older. Like, so much yeah. for getting, <laughs> so much for the older guy getting the the benefit of the doubt. But you know what I'm saying here? One twenty four hours earlier, Matt Savoy would be considered as a twenty year old and would be allowed to play in the AHL. Twenty four exactly. hours. Exactly. I don't know exactly. when he was born during the day. Maybe it's six hours. <laughs> maybe it's twelve. Think, but literally. Yeah. I know I had this discussion with him. I can't remember. I feel like he was the first baby born in the new year in his town. So, so my guess is he was pretty close to midnight. So minutes. it wouldn't even, minutes it would have been away. minutes. <laughs> yeah. But do you have any razor on that birth certificate? Let's, let's alter that thing. This is that, this is the bigger picture discussion though. Like what is the best step here for player development? I understand the Canadian hockey league is a business. But my goodness, there's always going to be massive talent in the O, in the Q, in the dub. It doesn't matter whether a kid's been drafted and is 19 and has to come back. You've got the next wave of kids coming. It's about local marketing and all the rest of it. And all I can say is, for anybody that argues that the Canadian Hockey League deserves to have a leg up as far as marketing because of these star players, well, damn it, so too does the American Hockey League. 
They deserve to have the talent there. And they benefited the last couple of years that we've seen an earlier migration of Europeans coming in that are high draft picks. We lived it last year with Rochester, the impact of Kulik and Rosean. This is how it should be. Give these kids a chance. Let the leagues have the ability to have the talent in there. I, I loved it. I've loved the last few years watching how these kids at various ages have made their foray into pro hockey here in North America. Here's the hiccup in the whole thing. I think if it was Winnipeg and it remained Winnipeg, it would be a little different. But it's Wenatchee, and it's a new owner, and it's a new team. And these owners are saying, hey, we want our star player, right? And for those that think, well, is Wenatchee a suburb of Winnipeg? Maybe they just moved 20 minutes down the road. It's the same thing. No, Wenatchee's in Washington State, and Winnipeg's in Manitoba. It's about as far as it gets. It's a new market. They want to establish it. So they may be a lot more pushback from that ownership and that league than there was for Shane Wright and the OHL, knowing that he almost did his farewell you know, salute last year when he went back and that was it. Right. But I'm not looking at it on a case by case. I'm saying loosen up the rules, let teams have the ability. If you've drafted somebody to assign them accordingly after they've obviously gone through their draft year and, and have clearly earned this opportunity. Anyway, We'll see. Obviously, yeah. Lance Lysowski has been tweeting a lot about it today and has uh, provided, uh, you know, his insight and what he's learned in the process. Again, the Sabres don't have uh, anything concrete as far as a further update other than they've been in discussions, obviously, with the NHL in regards to Savoy and his, you know, potential landing spot for this coming season. So we'll leave it at that for now. We'll come back with uh, I have some birthday, um, some birthday trivia so to speak, when okay, we come back. And uh, I think it's fill in the blank. I don't know what are day it Tuesday? is. So... Are we Wednesday? What day is today? So we'll fill in some blanks <laughs> to the best of our ability next on Sabres Live. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.